bonfire. I'm so sorry. I'm like, I feel like an old person with this Wi-Fi crack. <laughs> no I'm worries. Like, why is it taking me so long to freaking get on? I'm sorry. It's all good. Well, we appreciate you for uh, joining us on this. We're really excited about just the new music that you've put out and just your whole journey since, you know, releasing your debut EP almost two years ago. Thank you. No, I'm excited, too. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I just want to get started here. Uh, the last we heard from you or saw from you, you were on tour with Fantasia, Tank, Robin Thicke. And, you know, a lot of people had great feedback in response to your performance. But when you were watching them on stage... You know, was there a moment that realized, that you realized, you're like, I got to get to that level? Um, well, first and foremost, let me say, like, just in general, my first tour being with, like, literally what I consider a part of, like, the greats, like, literally heavy hitters. All of, mm-hmm. all of them are such phenomenal singers, and I grew up listening to them, like, Robin Thicke, Tank, Fantasia. Like, I love them all so much, I mean, vocally. So being able to go on a tour and that being my first tour with them was so incredible because even if they weren't teaching me something like I was learning like it was a constant like learning process because you know let it be like their little tricks that they do before they go on stage like what they drink though their remedies you know I'm saying how they handle the crowd like they're just incredible so it was it was dope for me to be able to you know be on that tour having that be right. my first tour. I learned so much and I had such an amazing time. Tour life is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> <laughs> tour life is serious. I'm not even playing. Like, it's crazy. But I say all that to say, like, it was phenomenal. I wouldn't have had it any other way. Love it. Well, you've had an amazing couple of years here. Two number one hits on Urban AC album is out now you were on tour just talk about how you're feeling and how you're soaking this all in right now honestly it's such a it's a weird time like right now in the world obviously we're all like Mm -hmm. in the house like i if you asked me last year um how my uh, my first album release was gonna be and where i was gonna be i'd probably say somewhere hot and i was gonna be i don't know on a beach somewhere celebrating but (laughs) i'm not i am currently in my room (laughs) But I say all that to say, like, it's so far, I mean, it hasn't been out. My new album hasn't been out for, for what, 24 hours yet. So it's it's just amazing, like, the feedback that I've been getting so far. It's definitely a blessing, and it's, it's, it's overwhelming. And, you know, with this, um, my EP was nerve-wracking, but I was really nerve. I was scared. Not scared. What is the word that I want to use? I was, like... It was overwhelming, like, because I feel like your first album, your people, your fans, they remember your first album. That is, like, yeah. like the holy grail, your your first album. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there was a lot that went into this, and there was a lot right. of emotion. There was a lot of real, you know, real. It's just very real for me. So, um, it took a while, but, you know, I formed the most beautiful baby. <laughs> <laughs> my album is my baby, you know what I mean? So, like, I just hope that it reciprocates how, like, it did to me while making it, you know? I hope that, you know, this is music that my fans can really sink into and connect with and, you know, get them through, you know? So, right. but it's it's amazing. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of surreal. Like, 
it's surreal having an album out, you know, and I did it. Um, I'm not sure. Like I did it in three chapters. So this is the first right. chapter out right now. Right. So there's still two more to go, but so far so good. It feels good. Yeah, I think what's really cool is I remember when your EP, your debut EP dropped and no one knew who you were at the time. I think I just saw a comment. Someone thought you were a group, the bonfire. They thought that was a group. And then just seeing your your, your progression in your career, um, you've had number one hits on radio. I don't think you've really, you know, done anything on social media to like really do any like crazy trendy moments. You've just focused on the music. And I think that's really paid off. Was that intentional on your part, just to have people focus on the music? Um, definitely. You know, it's, social media is so weird to me. It's so like, and it shouldn't be because, you know, it's 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 what it is. It's what the world is today. Everything's focused on technology. But I'm such a physical person. Like, I'm such a... Mm -hmm in the now like how do i explain it like i i like being face to face social media is so right. weird to me like a facetime call is so personal <laughs> like <Right. laughs> i don't know like it's just and but the beautiful thing about this and i will say that what i've learned being in this you know situation in the world right now with all this crazy stuff going on it's it gives us a us artists and us creatives an opportunity to really hone in on the um the rawness like it gives our fans right. the opportunity to really tap in like because obviously like I just said social media is weird to me and it's hard for me like it was hard for me getting used to being so open like yeah. and like sharing my world with everyone through a telephone you know right. or just like on live or whatever you know but it's always been it definitely has always been about the music and it always will be about the music it's what's most important and it wasn't even like that was my strategy it's just who right. I am as a person I'm very like that is what I want people to focus on of course I want to connect with my fans and you know really be intimate as far as like share my world with them but it's like it's number one I share my world through my music but 2020 I don't I'm online <laughs> I'm yeah. alive now it's not even you know it's through the music but it's like you know it's dope this this situation is it's a learning experience you know it gives you Absolutely. time to really connect right love it so let's talk about the album here first part of three that are set to come out I spoke to Harmony couple of months back and he was raving about this project he said there were going to be some great vibes on there i checked out the album today love it um i feel like it reminds us of that feel good music and i'm not sure if that was the intention of what you were trying to do with that album but i feel like it brought us back to just listening to music and feeling good about it um just talk about splitting the album into three and what we're going to see on chapter one for those that haven't heard it yet so um it's so crazy because I originally didn't want to have three chapters. Like, I, I wanted to just put it out. But when I sat back and, like, thought about it, I was like, I hate, okay, how can I say it? I hate, like, microwavable music. I hate the fact mm -hmm. that, you know, obviously fans and people who listen and tune in, they're so eager for more. They want more. But, and as artists and creatives, sometimes we're always searching for the hit. Like, what's that next hit? Like, I got to keep going. I got to keep putting it out. But to me, it's like when you get in that that zone and that, like, constant where's the hit mode, it's like no one has the chance to really soak up that, that um, emotion, that 
what the music is it's like it's not it's not about like what the hit is for me of course like i want hits i want number one records but right. it's about that feel it's about the emotion it's about the music it's about allowing my fans to really sink in and i felt like i don't see people doing three chapters i don't see people putting mm -hmm. um artists putting um an album out in three parts i just wanted to give i wanted to try something different and i wanted to give my fans a chance to really soak me in. Like, if I put yeah. out an album, you know, people listen to it, and it you you serve that all on a platter, and you don't really have time to really soak. Because, I mean, honestly, I'm right. keeping it real. When I listen to an album... Uh-oh, did we lose Bonfire um, there? 1 to 18. See if she's still there. Oh, yeah, I'm still here. I was saying yeah. it, it's hard for me to digest the album that's like 18 songs or 16 songs. You know, it's it's hard to focus that way. So I really wanted to allow my fans to be able to focus in on these chapters and really understand where I was coming from and really like sink into it and connect with me, you know. So I felt putting out three chapters, each chapter has six songs it would allow them to do that and keep that anticipation, you know, and it'll feel like I'm giving you, which is true. I'm giving you music every few weeks or so, you know what I mean? But it really right. is a full album. So right. that was really the motive behind it. I really wanted to connect with my fans and have them, you know, give them a chance, like I said, to sink in to what I'm doing. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Cause I think just, and I've noticed this too, just with myself, when it comes to streaming, it's so easy to stream. It's so easy to find music that I don't think anyone really has the attention span to listen to 12 songs on an album without just clicking skip 30 seconds into it. Exactly. That, I, and look, I'm not even going to stunt like I am not that person. Cause I get, yeah. I like to focus on a few things and then that's yeah. it. Like, look, like I don't, I can't even remember the last album that I really like was like okay this is a no skip this album yeah. is a no skip you know what I mean and not to discredit nobody but it's like it's the attention span it's no one can really focus and be like okay all 18 or all 16 songs all 12 songs are my favorite no right. <laughs> it don't work like that you got the two songs that, <laughs> or three four songs that you rock with and you know yeah. that's that was the motive <clears throat> I just I wanted to kind of create a different style of connection you know right so yeah <laughs> nice <clears throat> so let's talk about chapter one here the album title is obviously love lust and let down is chapter one all about love or just how did you kind of break it down so um love lust and letdowns each chapter i thought about doing it like one about love one about lust one about letdowns because the whole album is about that but yeah. i just made a mashup you know, because I didn't want to separate it because it is a full length album. I wanted everything to feel whole. Um, right. So each chapter is a collective of those feelings and those emotions. But, um, you know, love, lust and letdowns represent relationships. And obviously, mm -hmm. I'm a woman. I'm, right. I love men. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for me, but it, it's, it's, it's not like it's not just for women. I mean. It's for men too. It's it's for everyone who's felt pain, who's who felt love, who's felt you know lust. Everybody goes through those things. So it's like yeah. you know everybody's got their heart broke, and everybody has fell in love. Everybody's been in lust. But for me, it represents you know 
being in love, like love represents love, you know, my current situation. I'm in a relationship and I'm so in love. I've never had this feeling before and it's just, it's a beautiful thing. Lust represents a, a man that's always around, that be in my DM, that just be popping up. <laughs> me, like trying to just get in between, you know, what I got going on and he be backstage at my shows and he's just, you know, that temptation and let down mm. is let down is the the motherfucker who broke my heart. Let downs is right. the one that I'll ne is the man, you know, the man that I'll never forget that hurt me, that made me feel small and, you know, didn't allow me to be great or be my highest self. You know, it's just like we all experience those emotions and um I named it that because that was my that's my real life experiences and I felt like right. everybody, man and female, can relate to that. And that's really what it's all about. It's it's about those experiences that we go through, being in love, being in lust and shit, being let down. <laughs> right. <laughs> love you it. Know? <laughs> yeah. Now, kind of talk about your growth as an artist since the debut EP came out. Like, when I listen to this album, I feel like the sound is a, lo a little, I'm trying to use the right word. Like, the debut had some bright sounds to it. Ready to Love keeps me waiting. It was it was brighter. This one has a little more of a dark sound to it. I is that what you're trying to go for with this one? You know, I, honestly, creating it, I was in a very dark place. I was more so in the letdown stage. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so, that was that was what I was experiencing at the time. So I'd say maybe it feels that way because of that reason. And I was connecting to a lot of those, you know, bass lines and lower, you know, that, that feel that, I don't know, I tend to gravitate towards the, how can I say it? I don't want to say slow songs, but I make everything into a damn R&B song. It could be a country song. It could be, <laughs> it could be a pop song. I'll hit the Casey and JoJo real quick. So I love, like, I love that. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just, I love that tone. I love that that feel. But right. don't get me wrong. Like, I do. I have a lot of, I do on chapter two and three. Like, I have a lot of fun, bright, brighter songs. But <clears throat> I do have, I don't know. I think I might have mostly, I don't know. I think it's a happy medium. Yeah. I, it may be right. feeling like that because of chapter one. But when it all comes together, it, I think it's a, a great mashup, a good collective of each each feeling. <laughs> but I right. definitely was in that zone. Like I was, I was heartbroken, you know, when I first started mm -hmm. creating this um, album. So, shit, I, I really was about to create a whole heartbreak album because that's right. what I felt. <laughs> but you know, like music for me, it needs to come out ASAP because I could be a totally different girl a month a month from now. You could talk to me and yeah. I'm going to be in a whole different relationship or, or or just in a situation. You never know what life will bring you. You never know what God's plan is for you. And so mm -hmm. when I create music, it's it's kind of like it needs to come out now because this is what I'm going through now. And I can explain to you what happened to me years ago, but I could never give you the same detailed story of something that I'm going through currently in my life. You know what I mean? Right. So when it comes to my music, I like, I mean, shit, I love to put it out right away. And that's just what I was going through at the time, you know, and that's why this is called Love, Lust, and Letdowns because I fucked around and got in love. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. 
So with this album, I checked the album credits and you're writing on a handful of songs on here. Was that something that Raphael Sadiq and Yancey kind of pushed you to, to have you writing on records as well? Or did, did, did you always want to be involved in the creative process? Um, I'm honestly, I've always been involved in the creative process, but for my album, I was really like tuned in. Like I wrote, um, co-wrote everything you know on my album so it's like mm. I worked with an, I didn't work with a huge team but the writers that I did work with they're so phenomenal and a lot of my songs they're a journey journal entries they came from right, right. from journal so it was just a mm. matter of um you know being in a room with someone that can um tell my story just as as best as I can you know what I mean so I worked right. with um, a select few of really incredible writers and you know producers and um but definitely like I remember we had like me and Raphael and Yancey we had like a, a little camp you know when I first started creating this and we had just phenomenal um people come in and really create with me and it was just like a camp of just Beaut like if you could see colors in this room, it would be so beautiful. Right. Like it was just, I couldn't even describe to you how amazing it was, and it was just such a dope experience to really like lock in and and tune into like my spirit and my soul yeah. and those deep down core emotions that people can really grasp. And it was dope, you know. So I definitely say I was way more tuned in um, to this album and putting everything I had inside of me um, into it, you know. Nice. Now, Bombard, let's quickly go through the track list here. I want you to give me whatever you first thing that comes to mind when the, when I talk about these songs or how they were created. Um, the first one is you remind me with Wale, and I think Wale was a great feature because I think in another life Wale would be an R and B artist. Oh, <laughs> he just yeah. has that history. Yeah. He's, first, first and foremost, let me just say I love Wale. He's super dope, yeah. and um, I actually did a show with him before this song even came about. I did a show with him in New York, and um. You know, I didn't get to, um, we seen this, each other really quick. Like, I didn't even get to really talk to him because it was like a rush yeah. thing. So, you know, we seen each other real quick, talk for a second. And I just love him as an artist in general. So, um, what you remind me, I did the record and we sent it to Wale. Like, and I don't know, we sent it to a couple people, but yeah. I wasn't expecting him to come back so fast. And I was like, yo, I didn't even care about who else we sent it to? Well, Wale, like I heard his verse, I just rock with it so hard. I think he's a phenomenal yeah. artist. I think he's so dope. And, you know, <clears throat> it was a pleasure, you know, like I, I wouldn't change, I wouldn't have that song any other way, so. Right, love it. And then the next song we have is Talk To Me, which I think Seven Streeter helped write on that one as well. Just talk about that song. Mm -hmm. Talk To Me is such a fun record. It makes me feel like um, <clears throat> I want to be in Miami with my girls, you know, in my bathing suit, partying. It just makes you want to dance. Like, every time I play it for somebody, they're dancing. So, like, yeah. it just makes you – it's such a feel-good record. And KP, um, he produced it, and he's, he's, he's so dope. Like, I love yeah. him. And we did a, a few records together <clears throat> on this album. So, you know, um, Talk To Me is a, a fun girl record. It's something, you know, you want to dance to, and it just, it just gets people moving. Right. <clears throat> and then the next record, and this one really stood out to me. I think it was just the vibe of this song, New Furniture. That was a crazy record. 
No furniture. I have, yeah, that one is, that was my letdown. <laughs> that's part of the let down motherfucker like yeah that was that was a tough one for me honestly with that record I didn't even being in because I was in a really toxic relationship you know right. that I came out of so being having to dig into those emotions and creating that record I didn't even want to give this person the time of day like I didn't want to sing about this person because mm. you know I disliked him so much because he caused so right. much pain but it's like pain creates amazing records and pain is real pain yeah. is everybody goes through pain regardless of what it is and that's why music is I always say it's a universal language because everybody speaks it don't matter what you listen to you're gonna find a song that you connect with you know what I mean so new furniture was very hard for me to write and hard for me to <laughs> sing about because it was that it was my life like it was it was real and that's what I was going through and but I put my all into that record like in the studio it was it was crazy like I think I even shed a damn tear recording that record like it was it was real it was very realistic for me so um right. yeah new furniture is about you know a girl that's getting her shit together she looking in the mirror and being like you are still that that bitch you need to clean out the house <laughs> Okay, get this stinking ass couch because it has y'all. You know, get get everything in the house that reminds you of this motherfucker and get it out because it's like everything reminds everything. You're you're surrounding my world world right now, and I need a revamp. Mm. I need to just take you out. So new furniture was very real for me, and it was it's one of my favorite records on my album. Um, oh yeah, and I know the ladies gonna feel me on this one <laughs> men too but yes. it's, it's it's for my ladies you know it is it's for my ladies <laughs> love it. i know i know i'm not the only one who goes through that i know right. Um, right uh the next record here is pay them no mind i felt this was a really cool vibe as well mm -hmm. pay them no mind is um first and foremost let me say andre 3000 i love him so much he's been one of my favorites for since forever um and prototype Oh my gosh. Like it was that's one of the records that I was so it was so nerve wracking for me to like touch because I have this thing where it's like sometimes you just don't touch certain records. Like you leave mm -hmm. certain records alone and for me that was a part of my holy grail. Like I was like, Ugh, I can't like so when I heard the the beat, I was like I fell in love with it obviously because I love that song, but it's like I was like, damn, I can't do this in my head. But then I started writing, we started writing to it and I said, yo, this shit is so fire. Like it's so hard <laughs> prototype. And and not for nothing, everybody's singing. I know it's one thing to sing about heartbreak. It's one thing to see, sing about being in love, but I don't really hear a lot of songs about, you know, it's you and me. Like if you're in a relationship, mm -hmm. like I don't see nobody else. I don't care about nobody else. I don't care what, you know, my job title is like, I don't care that I'd be around everybody. Like all I see is you and you know, right. you should be confident in that. You know what I mean? Tell me a significant other, like I got blinders on, like I don't see nobody else. All I see is you. So, um, Andre 3000 cleared it. <laughs> it was go time. Yeah. Like I was so hyped, you know, it was, it was just incredible for, to, to be able to recreate that record. So, yeah. Pro, or not prototype um yes prototype but yeah yeah that song is incredible 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next record, of course, is the single, the number one hit, You Say, and that song, I'm assuming that's on the letdown portion of the album, because that, that, that song, there's a lot to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yep, definitely a letdown portion. Um, you Say is just, you know, it's about, it, and it's been out for a minute now. Like, You Say it's been out for a minute, so a lot of people know that one, and Hopefully they weren't like, oh, <laughs> they're like probably feeling like I jipped them of a new song. But, you know, I had to put that one out first. So the next chapters could feel like super new, you know, but um, you say, you know, it's about that song is for everybody. I feel like because people really yeah. do say a lot of shit. It's like they say a lot of things. They just tell you what you want to hear. And it's like, OK, cool. But where where's the realness like okay you say you say so much but you never mean it like you know i'm i'm a i'm a very real person i'm very straight up and down like i'm very direct so i like people to be that way with me like i don't like to be mm -hmm. on the bush like if you're gonna hurt my like if you think it's gonna hurt my feelings or you know don't sell me a dream like be real be straight up with me because i'm very i'm very that way like i don't like right. i don't like when people try to play with me so that's for that's yeah that's that song because I just feel like in general whether you're in a relationship or not people do say so much and they never mean it and it's just like you know people are genuine. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make a record for them people. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. And then the last record, and I'm really excited to talk about this one last because when I heard this, I felt like the record can't choose. That song oh. is amazing, and Thank and I think what I love most about it is that. It reminds me of the music that we grew up listening to. It has a big 90s influence to it, which I know influenced you as well. Mm -hmm. And for you to put that spin on that record, and I think it just really came through as just a great record. Talk about that one. Thank you. First of all, Marky Basie, I love him. Like, I've always loved him. And um, when he, you know... I'm trying to remember. He's he sent me this beat. Like he sent me this beat and then we never really we didn't get in the studio together, but he sent mm -hmm. me the he sent me the beat, whatever, and we started creating Can't Choose and like I never expected it to be what it is. Like yeah. it, I wasn't expecting it to sound the way it sounded. And it's just like our voices together, they're just butter like he's just i don't know like he just compl we complement each other so well and i loved doing that record with him and you know can't choose is about it's like following your heart like you really can't choose who you love like you can follow your mind which you should follow your mind but sometimes you you got to follow your heart that's what that's what that's where the love comes from is your heart your mind obviously tells you like, come on, you tripping, don't do this. Don't do it, you know? <laughs> but nine times out of 10, you follow your heart and you really can't choose who you love. The heart goes, the heart loves who the heart will always love. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> it's just about, you know, love. I love to love. I'm, I'm, I'm like, literally, I don't know. I like to say I'm a hopeless romantic because I love to love. Like, I'm just loving. So <clears throat> we made that record together because it's real out here. Like, right. you know, <clears throat> with this world the way it is, it's a lot of people are so judgmental and a lot of people never, they don't focus on, you know, love, regardless of what the situation is. Um, <clears throat> I really wanted to send a message with this record because it's just like, 
it's a secret message, you know what I mean? Because like I said, everybody's so judgmental nowadays and everybody mm -hmm. likes to say and judge and, and, and talk about people. But it's like, you know, everybody's human. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what nationality, like we all love, we all, we all make mistakes. We all love, we all do the same things, but we're human. You know what I mean? And you can't, you can't choose that, you know? Love it. Yeah, absolutely. So Bonfire, we're out of time here, but I just want to again say that you delivered on this album. I can't wait for the next two parts. I think it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And uh, is there anything that you'd like to add? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just super excited to share these this, you know, album with y'all. Thank you for supporting me and just continue to tune in. Stream my music a billion times a day. And <laughs> if you haven't downloaded it already, you know, just continue to follow my journey, you know, and um, yeah, hopefully we'll all get to be outside soon and stay safe out there. <laughs> but thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, Bonfire, keep putting out that great music. You know, you've got our support. So just keep us posted and we'll always support. Thank you. All right. Take care. You too. Bye.